for downloading A Shot of Torah with Levi Cooper, a podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit elmad.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. We're continuing our study of the 15 chapters of Psalms that begin with the phrase Shir Hama'alot, a song of ascents. And today we're going to study Perek Kuf Lamed Bet, 132. And this is the longest out of the Shir Hama'alot selection. It's still not a particularly long chapter. There's only 18 verses and it doesn't come anywhere near the massive 176 verse Perek Kuf Yud Tet. 119. Nonetheless, it's slightly longer, but I believe it is truly a beautiful passage. Shir Hamaalot Zachor Adonai le David et Kol Unoto. God, remember in David's favor all his affliction, all his suffering. Asher Nishbal Adonai Nadar. La Avir Yaakov. David swore to God, he vowed to the mighty one of Jacob, referring to the Almighty. And what was that vow? David's vow was the following, verse 3. Im avo boohel beiti, im eele al eres yetsuai, im eten shnat leenai la afapai tenuma. Said David, I will not enter my house. I will not get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids. Ad emtsam makom ladonai until I find a place for God. Mishkenot la'avir Yaakov. An abode for the mighty one of Jacob for the Almighty. Says King David, I'm not going to rest until there is a place for God's presence until there is a temple. Hinei shema'anuha ve'efrata, metzanuha bisdei ya'ar. The verse mentions two places, Ephrata and stei ya'ar. Those two places heard about David's vow. Ephrata is a synonym for Beit Lechem, David's birthplace. And Steyar is where we, where today we have Kiryat Arim, and that's where the Ark, the Aron Habrit, was just before David brought it to Jerusalem. And these two places could say, we have the right for the temple. Steyar, that's where the, where the Ark is. Ephrata, where the birthplace of the king. Yet both of them heard David's vow that David would find a place for God's presence, and we of course know what that place was, is none other than the holy city of Jerusalem. And when the two places, Ephrata and Steyar, heard King David's vow, Navoa le Nishtachave Lahadom Raglav, they said, We will come to God's abode, we will bow at, that, at God's footstool meaning they too would accept Jerusalem as the center 
of the Jewish people as the place for God's presence. And now the poet turns to God and says, Kuma Adonai Limnuchatecha. Advance, get up, God. Come to your resting place. Ata Aaron Uzecha, you God and your mighty ark. Kohanecha Yilbeshutzedek. Your priests will be enrobed in righteousness. And in biblical terms, priests refers to the judges, the people who lead the Jewish nation. They will be enrobed, they will be clothed in righteousness. Your loyal ones, God, they will sing for joy. Why? For the sake of your servant, David, please do not reject your anointed one, O God. And then the poet turns and says that God has made a vow to King David. The Lord swore to David, emet, a firm oath, lo yashuv mimena, God will not renounce the oath. One of your own descendants, says God to David, I will set upon your throne if your children keep my covenant. If my decrees I, that I will teach them, if your children will look after those decrees, they will be sitting forever on the throne of Israel in Jerusalem. Ki bachar Adonai betzion iva lemoshav lo. And here the poet seems to say that, yes, there is a conditional promise that God gave David. If your children follow in my ways, I will make sure that they remain on the throne. But there's a further promise that is unconditional. And that promise is to Zion. Ki vachar Adonai betzion, for God has chosen Zion. Ivala moshav lo, he has desired it for his seat. Zot menuchati ad ad, says God, this is my resting place for all time. Po Eshev, here I will dwell, ki ivitiha, for I desire it. Tseida barech avarech, I will provide ample food. Evioneha asbia lachem, the poor, the impoverished of Zion, of Jerusalem, I will give bread to them. I will clothe the priests of Jerusalem, the leaders of the nation, in victory. And the loyal ones of Jerusalem shall sing for joy. And then the poet continues, looking to the future, as God says, Sham! There I will make David glow, sprout, 
Arachti ner le Mishichai, I have prepared a lamp for my anointed one. Oivav albish boshet, I will clothe his enemies, assumingly referring to David's enemies, in disgrace. Va'alav yatzitz nizro, while on him, on David, his crown will sparkle. I'd like to suggest that maybe this last verse is not just referring to David. The same way the poet has two promises, one promise, which is conditional to King David. If your children follow in my ways, then I will make sure they remain on the throne. And a second promise, a promise that is unconditional, that God will always see Zion, see Jerusalem, see Yerushalayim as the seat of the Jewish people. And just like there are two promises in this verse, these last two verses in this chapter, I, I would suggest uh, referring to the two promises. Let's read them again. Pasuk Yudzain, the 17th verse. There, shamat smiach keren David arachti ner There, I will make uh, a horn sprout for David. I've prepared a lamp for my anointed one. That's the promise to David. If David's children follow in my ways. And what about the promise to Zion, to Zion, to Yerushalayim, Oivav al Bishboshet? The enemies of Zion, God says, I will, dis- I will clothe them in disgrace. Va'alav yatzitz nizro. And on the crown of Jerusalem will sparkle will shine, Yerushalayim, the holy city, will glow forever. That's all for now. Until next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit almad.pardes.org.